The Twins score 10 runs Wednesday night and lose. Let's break it down on today's episode of Lockdown Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Hey, Twins fans, you're going to love this more than you loved tonight's game. Today's episode is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Welcome to the world of trading cards reimagined. Stay tuned later in the show for more information on this awesome new tool for collectors. You're going to want to check out the Sports Card Investor app. Again, this is Nash Walker. Been writing at the Twi- at Twins Daily for four seasons been hosting this podcast for three seasons, and I'm coming to you after a heartbreaking Twins loss. That's the second loss in a row to Cleveland. That's the second straight heartbreaking loss, the second straight one-run loss, and the second straight blown lead from this Twins bullpen. Um, the Twins tonight at the plate got on Tristan McKenzie. Carlos Correa hit two home runs. He was fantastic tonight, and then they just coasted into – the end of this game. And I think the Twins had opportunities. You look back at this game, they led two to nothing. They led three to one. They led 10 to seven. They led six to four. They led in so many different spots of this game and they still lost. And the offense scoring 10 runs tonight on a Cleveland pitching staff that we saw it in game one is very good. And last night, the Twins scored five. They've scored 15 runs in the first two games of this series. They're doing their part. The offense is doing their part. They're creating runs. They're getting big hits. Sonny Gray tonight was very good until that fifth inning when he just kind of fell apart with his command. He he lost it. Caleb Thielberg got the Twins out of that inning. But, you know, Sonny was okay. He was okay. He didn't go long enough in that game. Joe Ryan was good last night. So the starting pitching in this series has been, you know, a B, a B minus maybe between Ryan and Sonny Gray. It's been a B or a B minus to me. The lineup has been an A for me. 15 runs in two games against this staff. That's an A lineup for me. And the bullpen has been an F. And that's the difference in these two games. And I think when you separate it and you look at it from a bird's eye view in, a, in different ways, you look at the offense, you look at the, the starting pitching staff, and then you look at the bullpen. It's so clear what the weakness is on this team. I've been saying this since April. I mean, the Twins opened on April, was it April 8th? And I think I've probably been saying since maybe April 20th when Jorge Alcala got hurt that the Twins are lacking a high leverage reliever. And now they're clearly lacking two, <laughs> it looks like. They're, they're going to look worse tonight. The bullpen's going to look worse tonight because Yoandaran was taxed last night. They really used that bullpen last night. They had to go to Pagan. They had to go to Jax. And this bullpen was gassed. So it looks worse tonight. But Emilio Pagan's got to get it done. And he struck out the side in the eighth. He comes back out for the ninth. Rocco Baldelli had three options in the ninth. He could send Emilio Pagan out for the second inning. He could go to Tyler Thornburg. Or he could go to Tyler Duffy. And I think he made the right call in those three. Maybe you go to Thornburg. You're definitely not going to Duffy. You're not going to Duffy. You cannot risk Duffy blowing that game. It's just, it would not only you lose that game, which they did anyway, 
But that's a very brutal look. If you go to Tyler Duffy in the three-run game and he blows it, I mean, that would look that would look very bad. It's unfortunate that this happened at the end because Gio Urshela hit a three-run homer that like, I get the chills talking about because it was one of those moments. It was one of those moments you circle, and we would have circled if they had not lost this game, and I'll remember this game for a long time. I'll remember this series for a long time. It's been a great back-and-forth series. Unfortunately, the Twins have blown both games, but the offenses in this series, and Cleveland as the youngest team in the league coming into target field, one back in this division, and they take the first two from the Twins and just kind of punch them in the mouth late. They've they've lasted longer than the Twins into these games, and they've won these games, and the Twins have certainly lost, but Cleveland's taken these games, and they've found ways, and they got into that ninth inning. They didn't give up. They did not give up. They didn't coast. It was 10-7. to 7. They found a way to get on base. They found a way to drive in runs, and they they took the lead. They didn't even just tie it. They took the lead. And that's impressive. I mean, it's an impressive showing from Cleveland. And this is a club that you can't, clearly, you can't let your guard down. And with a lead in the middle innings into the late innings, you can't let your guard down. It's very clear to me. When you look back, obviously, the Taylor Rogers trade is stinging mightily on a night like tonight, on a night like Tuesday night. It's stinging. You wish you had Taylor Rogers. You wish you had Taylor Rogers in this bullpen. They traded him for Chris Paddock, who underwent Tommy John surgery, and now Emilio Pagan. They also got Emilio Pagan. And it makes it look even worse that Pagan is blowing games and Taylor Rogers is doing so well in San Diego. It could be just a flop with Rogers and Pagan right now, and you'd much rather have Rogers, who was an all-star last year. I was on, like, not the extend Taylor Rogers train, but I thought it made some sense. I wrote an article about it in the offseason, like, should the Twins extend Taylor Rogers? But we knew they weren't going to do that because they don't pay relievers. And I think sometimes you do see the flip side of that when you're constantly going to Jarrell Cotton. You're going to Joe Smith, who's your biggest offseason signing in the bullpen for $2.5 million. You see that there are holes back there because you didn't invest in those holes with more than $2.5 bucks for Joe Smith. It's disappointing. Uh, certainly a brutal loss, and the Twins hope not to get swept on Thursday. Let's talk more about that moment from Gio Urshela, about Alex Kirilov, and about this offense. After this word, from Sports Card Investor, I told you, Sports Card Investor, it's completely free. You can easily browse over 630,000 sports cards from every sport with hundreds more added each week. Check the latest values of your favorite cards with seven-day or 30-day charts. Find the best prices and buy directly through the app with our eBay deals feature. Breakout stars or prospects debuting, that's the time to invest at Sports Card Investor. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. It's available for free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Or you can go to sportscardinvestor.com slash lockdown. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. It's available for free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash lockdown. It's so cool. Nostalgia with old players you can buy. Those breakout stars. And if you're just interested in getting into sports cards, go to Sports Card Investor. You, again, you can download the app today where it's available for free. Or you can go to sportscardinvestor.com slash lockdown. The NBA Draft is Thursday. One live NBA Draft show is not enough for lockdown. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA Draft Night. So if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe now to their Locked On YouTube channel so you get notified when they go live on NBA Draft Night. Gio Urshela, what a moment for him after last night was terrible. He was terrible last night in that game. 
what an amazing moment. What an amazing night for him. He tripled, he hits a three-run homer, and he showed up in a big-time way. And last night, I was thinking to myself, uh, Gio Urshela, maybe you should start phasing him out and, and starting Jose Miranda at third more often. And I saw some buzz about that on Twitter. And somewhat I agree. You know, you have a future in Jose Miranda. You have more upside in Jose Miranda. Gio Urshela is under contract for next year, but he's not a guarantee to get tendered. And he has a terrible night last night, so it's easy to think about. And then tonight he goes out there and just plays exceptionally well. He gets down in the count in a huge spot with runners on second and third in a tie game, and he belts a three-run homer into the bullpen in the seventh inning. Heroic moment for Gio Urshela. This loss takes away from that. It's not Gio's fault. They lost this game, and you know he deserves some shine for a, a wonderful evening at the plate. He was very, very good, and this Twins bullpen was not, and that's – it's a bullpen that has been pieced together, and I think I, I always say it, but I think it's so true. Jorge Alcala's absence from this bullpen can be felt on multiple levels. On the first level, he's just a semi if he's just a semi-dependable sixth or seventh inning arm. That's the first level. The second level, he is who he was in the second half last year, at least a version of it. And that is a high leverage late inning reliever. The third level, his upside for this year, when he broke out in the second half last year, was absolutely terrific over the last month plus for the Twins down the stretch. What if he had that next gear? I thought there was a possibility like we're going to see a full-on closer-ish breakout here from Jorge Alcala, and he's been hurt all year, and we haven't been able to see it. When he was healthy at the beginning of the season, he was throwing 94-95 in spring training and into the regular season, and we haven't been able to see him. So at the very least you are missing a middle reliever. And they they clearly lack middle relievers. I mean, they lack high leverage relievers because they lack middle relievers. They lack everything in the bullpen. And if you had Jorge Alcala, who I think is still going to return, he had a setback or his rehab was halted with his elbow. Long-term issue feels like for his elbow. But if he returns, that will help. It's hurt them to this point. That was an injury, like one of those weird injuries where Jorge Alcala is not one of the best players on your team. But losing him for this extended period took away from the upside of the bullpen. And now it's more of just a group kind of thrown together with Yohan Duran in the back end. Griffin Jackson has been good. It wasn't his fault tonight. Oscar Gonzalez looks like a good young hitter. He threw his bat out there and looped a single to center. It's not on Griffin Jacks, who's been very good this year. It's not on Yohan Duran. He didn't pitch tonight. And he pitched very well last night. So those two have been fine. Joe Smith recently hasn't been. And Caleb Thielbar hasn't been, wasn't in Arizona, was better tonight. You have one legitimate, high leverage, fireman, everything in Yohan Duran. He is the ultimate weapon for you in the back of that bullpen. Emilio Pagan, you can't trust with a three-run lead in the ninth inning, clearly. And he's closed games this year for the Twins. He leads the Twins in saves. But it's never easy, and it's never very fun to watch. <laughs> he just doesn't, he doesn't get through innings economically. And he got through the eighth. He struck out the side, but comes back out for the ninth. And that's like the Emilio Pagan experience. That's what it's been like this year. He'll have this inning where you see why the twins wanted Emilio Pagan, where he shows off the fastball at 96, 97 with the nasty splitter, a decent slider he can use against righties. And you go, Hey, I can see how this guy was such a beast for the Rays a couple of years ago and why the twins wanted him in that trade. And then he goes out for the ninth and everything's middle, middle or a ball. And that's not going to get it done for Emilio Pagan. Uh, I think this bullpen, clearly they need, they need arms back there. 
no question. I think it looked worse tonight because Duran wasn't available, but you can't rely on Yohan Duran every single night to get outs for you. Uh, it's just, he's you can't use him every night. He threw 16-something innings in the minor leagues last year. You can't use him every single night. Let's look ahead. Rest of this week, try to be positive right now in a time for the Twins. That uh, That's a bad loss. It's one of their probably three worst losses in the last couple of years, just in terms of I looked at WPA from our friend Aaron Gleeman. It's a bad loss. Let's talk more about this week ahead after this word from LinkedIn and Blue Nile. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to talk to and interview faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Blue Nile, are you looking for fine jewelry but you're having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget, Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown Sports, Lockdown Twins listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked On. That's code Locked On. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. Twins have another game to play right right away on Wednesday morning or Thursday morning with Devin Smeltzer going against Zach. Please Zach, please please Zach has been okay. He's another starter they should be able to get to. Uh, concerning Byron Buxton's knee, Rocco Modelli after the game, it didn't sound great. Uh, he said Buxton was not available to perform tonight, like wouldn't have been able to perform tonight. And that's slightly concerning. You know, maybe Rocco is defending the cautious move to keep him out of a big game like this. It's possible, but I would be surprised if he played Thursday. Offensively, the Twins just need to do the same thing they've done in the first couple of games. Do the same thing. The same process. They're hitting home runs. They hit four home runs tonight. Correa had two of them. He's red hot. Same process. Same process at the plate. Plan might be different against Plezak. Could be similar as well as it was against McKenzie. It's a fastball slider. A fastball slider. He'll mix in a change to lefties. You'll probably see the left-handed heavy lineup again for the Twins. Same process. For Devin Smeltzer, flush the Arizona start and do what you did before they were in Toronto, which is give the Twins a chance to win. And beyond that, pitch extremely well into the in, late into this game. And I think it's good that Devin Smeltzer is going here on Thursday because who else has been able to give them six and seven innings in starts other than Smeltzer? Ryan gave them six in the opener. He pushed past 100 pitches. Smeltzer, more consistently this year, when Ryan was out, when Sonny Gray was out, was able to go 
five, six, seven innings for the Twins, solid innings, and that's what you're looking for Thursday morning. Twins need to be solid in the field. They've been solid-ish in the field in this series, not perfect, solid-ish. Turn that up just a dial and keep the pedal to the metal. If you get an early lead, which hopefully they do against Zach Plezak as they did against McKenzie, if you get an early lead, keep your foot on the gas, don't look back. And it felt like in the first two games, the Twins were looking back a little bit over their shoulder. Thursday, get a lead, don't look back. The Twins have Colorado this weekend. So the optimist in me says, you win Thursday, you avoid the sweep, you take two out of three or sweep Colorado, and you have a three and three or a four and two week. And nobody's excited about that. Honestly, it's it's disappointing, but you can recover and still go 500 this week when it feels like for some people, the season's over after two bad losses like that. You can come back and still have a winning week here. Offense, do what you're doing. The lineup has been solid in this series. Defensively, turn up the dial just a hair. Starting pitching, Devin Smeltzer hopefully gives you six. It would be amazing if you went beyond that. That would be outstanding. But you're shooting for five-plus good innings from Devin Smeltzer. And the bullpen, hopefully they don't have. we don't have to see a lot of them or see a lot of high-leverage tough moments because the offense gets out to an early lead and Devin Smeltzer pitches well and the the twins are up because they didn't take their foot off the gas in this game. That's a tough loss. Obviously it's very upsetting and I know that, and that's two nights in a row. And I know twins fans are like wondering about this team and that's totally understandable. I will say like offensively, this is who I thought they could be this year and they haven't been consistent in recent weeks where they'll score 11 runs one day and a couple runs the next, but this is, this is a lineup that can hit one through nine and hopefully they do the same Thursday and they get some backup from the pitching staff. Thanks so much for making lockdown twins. Your first listen today. Again, the first picks of the ultimate NBA mock draft have been made search now for the ultimate NBA mock draft and get over 50 insiders. The odyssey sports expert, the draft draft experts, of Lockdown NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Thanks so much again for listening. Have a great day. Keep your head up. Go Twins.